There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Welcome My name is back. Josh, that's Jim Price. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day out there. Oh, Josh, would you be my Valentine just, no, just Jim. once? Nope, not, not Come today. On, buddy. Not today, Come not on. ever. It's buddy. a new world. It's, it's, I love you. It's but not different like that. now. I love you, but not like that, my friend. <laughs> oh, anyway, so happy Valentine's, folks. Uh, the, the, uh, the holiday that we celebrate because. Um, a guy used to go and privately marry people against the will of the king, and we martyrized him, and now we spend billions of dollars on February 14th to tell each other we love each other. Because <laughs> the other some odd days a year, we don't like each other, just on Valentine's. So, well, anyway. you know what? It's, uh, what they used to call them Hallmark Holidays, right? Mm-hmm. They they don't call them commercialized. They don't call that. Well, even anymore. Christmas is commercialized. It wasn't like this a hundred years ago. We do, well, we've done all this just in the last hundred. Christmas. What's that? You, you know that interesting photo of Washington cro- crossing the Delaware on Christmas Eve. Right, right. Did you know the less than twenty percent of the population of the United States actually celebrated, or of North America actually celebrated Christmas during that time? The president yeah. or Washington and none of those guys actually celebrated Christmas during that time. Well, isn't that that's just another day of war, isn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. just another day of war. Well, I, I want to know who the pho- the photographer was because that was a great shot to know that they were going to cross the Delaware right there. They were out there photographing that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, if they can make it up, I can make it up too, right? They can just right, randomly make right. up facts. I can. I can say that the Associated Press took this picture of George Washington <laughs> standing on the bow of a canoe in rough waters as they paddled across to the snow. <laughs> anyway, whatever it was. But, so, but yeah, that's, Hallmark yeah. holidays, Jim. Hallmark holidays is what they used to call them because you'd yeah. go out and buy Hallmark cards during that time. But uh, I, I don't know. Is the card business doing well these days? I, I haven't really heard too much about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're still there. Hallmark, you know, Hallmark is actually uh, – they're. World headquarters is Lawrence, Kansas. They're by KU, Kansas University. Oh. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. And uh, what's the other? Ch- there's a chocolate com- uh, company out there as well. So it's the one that everybody thinks of during the holidays. So they had Hallmark and Russell Stovers. Ah. Russell Stovers and Hallmark were both out of Lawrence, Kansas. As also, that's where Bloody Kansas comes from when we started the Civil War. So we got a lot of, oh, yeah. There's things in there. We, won't, we don't want to talk about Herman Hill either in Wichita, Kansas, and or Brown versus Board of Education, which is out of Kansas, or <laughs> or Molly Hatchett, who's from Kansas. Hey, you know, it's just we're trying, we're trying, guys, we're trying wait, to get in the. Wait, you're know, not talking the news about the rock and roll band Molly Hatchett. You're talking about actually Molly Hatchett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old lady that went around and was sponsored by Rockefeller Institute to go around and get rid of uh, home steals at home, so they will be latched to petroleum. But that's a conspiracy. I mean, Josh, we live in days where conspiracies aren't a real thing. Come on. We don't have real conspiracies. How about that Ohio River Valley water source? You guys want to go out there and get a big scoop of that sweet running water there? 
Well, you know, uh, that's uh, it, that's interesting because, you know, it, it's leaked into the Ohio River Valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're going to see um, the effects of this expand well beyond uh, East Palestine. 200-mile oh, yeah. radius is what we're hearing. Um, it, this is not good at all. What was that, uh, the one with uh, uh, the, the Chromium movie that had the lady who went around and got the chemical company to admit that they had been putting this Chromium in the, in the water table? Um, uh, Brockovich, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, this is going to be the same thing, except we're talking about it now instead of them hiding it for a few decades. This is this is moment by moment. But what else is go? I mean, again, we talked about this yesterday. What's the shiny object? We're talking about things that are going to kill people here. They, they would rather they'd rather they'd rather kill you than let you know what they're really doing. So anyway. Well, uh, yeah. The, the good, good thing, the good thing is, is that the media, well, the media tried to cover it up. That's not the good thing. Uh, the right. media wasn't reporting on it, and and that comes down from the big corporations. You got to remember, the railroad corporations are some of the oldest uh-huh. corporations on this uh, in this country, and they own right. most of, uh, they own pretty much all the land surrounding the railroad tracks. And right. So they're some of the largest landowners in the United States of America as well. And, so, and they don't give them up even if they pull the rail spurs out. Correct. That land correct. is still theirs. Yeah. Correct. And so yeah. they, they have a lot of power. And, I mean, if you go and look at the portfolio of these uh, railroad companies, you're going to see massive portfolios of corporations and companies, a lot of the ones that are mm-hmm. the ones they haul. But, um, you know, the media wasn't reporting on it because they wanted to lay low. They didn't want to exasperate the situation and make it look really, really bad. Like, oh, you know, we uh, we, we blew up this tanker and put some hydrox, uh, you know, hydrogen chloride into the air, some uh, hydrochloric acid into the air and some, uh, you know, chemical weapons from World War One called phosgene. And uh, now it's trickling down, but you know the water's safe and the air's safe and everybody's fine, even though it smells. Well, like CO two is and- the problem, Josh. You're not re- focusing on the real problem. CO two is the problem, not the not these not these florals that are going into the air that are causing long term cancer and, and you know human beings. It's the CO two. Remember that. Focus on the real problem here, Josh. You you're just distracting people uh, from the. You want to know an interesting statistic about <laughs> CO two? Yeah, let's go. During the Crustaceous and the Pleistocene periods, the CO2 Mm -hmm. levels on this planet were much, much higher. Now, the interesting thing is, is the temperature on the planet was just a little bit warmer, um, about uh, one to two degrees warmer. And yeah, the the sea levels were a little higher. Josh, that's unacceptable ranges. One to two degrees? Jim, Jim. But listen, the earth was flush with green plants. Uh Everywhere, uh-huh. everything was alive and thriving. Mm-hmm. Not like the desert spaces we have now, with this lower CO two level we have, and the degrees are just a little bit cooler. Isn't it amazing how that little, those little minuscule things really do affect? But then they're using that against us to then create taxation. Remember, Josh, all CO two issues, anything we have environmentally, uh, any of those problems will all be fixed by higher taxes. Just that is that's the key to victory, right there. Taking more money from you. <laughs> I don't know. That's. Uh, I know we're making fun of it, but in reality, we are affecting people's lives here, and this is absolutely – this is the stuff that they tell us that they have all this handled, and this is hypocrisy. This is where we, we all get – we grind our gears, right? Because the government says they're doing this. They're getting it right. They're doing the right thing, blah, blah, blah. But then we see them doing this, and they're not doing it. They're not, they're not doing everything that they – you know, safety first, right? Go get this government chemical in your arm. 
but then they're not taking care of the government regulations within you know the, a train company. By the way, you want to see a protected corporation? Start going into what the train's power and what they have. If you if you block a train, if you get your car hit by a train, you are you are paid. They you pay damages to the railroad company for the rest of your life. They they go after you. They'll go after your kids. They don't care. Um, people don't realize what power the railroads really have in our country. This goes back to the very first one. We needed them to expand in the West, and we made all these agreements and concessions, and we gave them all this stuff. And ooh, it's not good. Not good at all. It's not. But you know, going back to East Palestine, I mean, you had right. Tucker Carlson actually reporting on it, and he also talked about the other potential attacks on our infrastructure, everything from chicken eggs to uh, the attacks on the food supply, the food processing, manufacturing, distribution facilities that have caught on fire. He's talking about all of this. And then Jesse Waters actually had uh, um, some children from East Palestine on there who can't breathe, who they can't catch their breath, and their their lungs are closing up. And and this comes after Governor DeWine comes out. And it's like, oh, the air is safe and the water is safe. People can return back to their homes. You have the EPA out there going, oh, yeah, everything everything is just great out here. I, I drink the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just go ahead and bathe in that stuff. That, that's going to be good for you. Like, what what is wrong with our government right now? Now, now uh-huh. here's the problem is do I think it would be any different under Donald Trump? I think if, if this happened under Donald Trump, right. this would have been a FEMA national declaration. Oh, we'd have part quarantined the whole middle of America off. We'd have set up yep. barricades and evacuations and helicopters and yeah, exactly. It. Donald Trump would have took this seriously. He would have sent FEMA in there, and people would know he wouldn't have. Yeah, actually, he would have. Yeah, because this is that dire of a situation. What's happening in East Palestine now? It's interesting. Is uh. This radio show is broadcasting out of Avon, New York. The next towns over are Caledonia and Leroy. I grew up mm-hmm. in Caledonia. In the 1980s, Kodak is right down the street. Eastman Kodak is oh. right down there in, in, uh, in Rochester. And the rail, rail tracks all go through our, our towns. And right. uh, there's a train derailment in Caledonia, on the border of Caledonia and Leroy. And all the water that we have out there is from aquifers. Right. And, uh, yeah, a train derailed, and it put some really, really toxic chemicals into the groundwater. And Kodak came and said, everything's good and dandy. Drink the water. You'll be fine. And the EPA came out and said, there's nothing wrong with this water. It's tasty. <laughs> that and I'll tell bad, you, in 1990, 1992, mm-hmm. my grandmother was the one who went to the media the one who went and got lawyers and tried to bring about lawsuits on them because she got breast cancer. Wow. Not only that is there's been a massive amount of abnormal cancers, very, very rare type of cancers that it came about from people in those areas specifically. I don't remember if you remember, there was a few years back, you had a whole bunch of high schoolers in Leroy, New York. This was national mm-hmm. news that had uh, this, this one like sickness that was completely nobody knew how it happened, what caused it or anything like that. They still don't know. Right. But there's something in the water out in those areas that uh, is causing cancer. And this is a problem. When these trains derail and put these chemicals into the water, action needs to be taken. Yep. We'll be right back with uh, more Dark Delight Show. 
The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. But yeah, I mean, you know, Jim. Yes, sir. I, I, I look at climate change. And it's something climate that's change, real. Yes. Yeah, it's something that's real. In, in that the, the climate changes over long mm-hmm. periods of time. And, and, and right now we're in one of those transitional periods. Um, are we're we, still in an ice age, aren't we? Could, well, aren't we considered to still be at the end of an ice age? In a sense, yeah, yeah. But when we start looking at the facts, the, do human beings contribute? Yeah, there's, there's no way we couldn't. I mean, absolutely right. we have to because we our consumption and our mining and raping of the planet of its uh, materials, absolutely we do. But nowhere mm-hmm. near to the effect of the transitions that we've seen throughout the ages. But when it comes down to it, you're right, and this is what I've always said, is how come all these you know, environmental activists and everything like that are only out there talking about carbon dioxide? They're not talking about the aerosols. They're not talking about the chlorines. They're not talking about all these dangerous the hazardous X. chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> These dangerous hazardous chemicals that are being put into the air every day by manufacturing, the same manufacturing companies that are owned by 
BlackRock and by Vanguard that are controlled by the World Economic Forum that is pushing out the same agenda on carbon. Right. Well, what, what do you, you think about this, how we conti- have this continued recycle of these same organizations all doing the same narrative? There's, they're, they're not being creative. There's nothing about this like, hey, you talk about this and then we'll get this. You feel what I'm saying on that? Like it's like we're just – it's nothing – and there's nothing new about it as well. Wait, did we lose you, Josh? No, I'm or here. Lose I'm me? here. No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, Sorry. I'm thinking. I'm yeah. like – I'm contemplating yeah. the idea. Contemplating. Because... Is that what that smell is? Because I could – I thought I know, that was right? the train burning. Oh, is it too soon? Sorry. Well, I, uh, that's, that's not a funny <laughs> joke, but – but no, I, I'm contemplating the idea because it, it, it's as if climate change is organized as a psychological warfare campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I, is. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It, it's, uh, right. you know, oh, okay, uh, you know, are we uh, killing the planet? We're not killing the planet. The planet will live long well after we're gone. But it's the, um, it's the guilt effect, right? Well, obviously, Josh, you don't care. You don't care about killing Nana because if you don't get the shot, you're going to kill Nana. If you don't, you know, you don't stop doing this, you're going to pollute the earth. And you're going to kill us all. I mean, it's all this weird guilt stuff. It's guilt driven through fear. Isn't guilt and fear a very much parallel in the same idea that, I mean, they drive a lot of people to do weird things? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing. And what they're doing is they're indoctrinating children at a very young age into the idea that we're harming and killing the planet and that will destroy humanity because of carbon dioxide, which is one of the most critical compounds on this planet for mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And, and it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, you know, if there was more carbon dioxide on this planet, yes, the planet right. would get hotter, it would get greener. And it would thrive with more life. Well, human beings can, can handle the heat. We can't handle the cold. And that's one thing everybody needs to remember is that that's why we tend to live in warmer climates. We tend to live in deserts because we can adapt to the heat, but going into the cold, we can't. So if the planet was, let's say, that degree warmer, right, and we, but we had the lush effect, well, then we have greener plants and greener, bigger trees and, and more you know, livestock or whatever or, you know, uh, wild animals, and it, it becomes a great homeostasis effect where the, the cycle of life really is you know, working in harmony. But the fact that we do have them you know, spraying us with all this stuff and looks like they're putting Agent Orange on everything, um, that's a thing I've actually started thinking about lately is that why do we see certain trees and certain things being defoliaged early on in summer? Oh, it's a drought. But the, I don't – I've never – I've been through droughts before. I lived in Arizona. I've never seen trees – just turn rusty brown leaves and just fall off in the middle of the summer. You, so you know I, I've, been, I've been noticing it in Colorado in uh, August. Uh huh. In August is when it begins to happen. And yes, there is, uh, you know, water problems there um, that mm-hmm. bring about that. But I, I think that it could be a potential of uh, things that are being sprayed in the atmosphere that fall down onto the leaves of the tree. It yep. could be the irrigational water that's utilized to keep the the, the trees healthy. This is from sprinkler systems. What, can they now blame, quote, unquote, the defoliaging of uh, the things in the Ohio River Valley on the train and say it was the environmental impact that they can't we can't chase it back to the chemtrails that they've been doing to us for decades? Is this yeah, them, their that, way of kind of stretch. covering this up? That's a stretch, Jim. That's a yeah. stretch. 
It, that is that's the stretch. That's I, I the stretch. That's a, I think that's a stretch. A big old <laughs> mushroom cloud plume that spans ten miles over Ohio. That's dropping, um, you know, hydrochloric acid and uh, a biochemical <laughs> weapon, phosgene, onto yeah. the plants and stuff like that. And like, oh, they're all dying. Let's. Oh, that's definitely not cum trails. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, I don't know. It sounds like exactly what they would say. Well, see, yeah, it was well. just this train wreck. You can't sue the train because, you know, blah, 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 because they got protections. Oh, Joshy. Josh, Josh, Josh. On Valentine's Day, I thought you would warm my heart with all these, you know, heartfelt conversations of love and adoration. But well, I'm here still we on are. my first cup of coffee, unfortunately. So, Oh, well, we got to get you tuned up here. That's <laughs> right. Get the big day. So this is uh this is not I mean we we keep coming up with scenarios here that we can't talk ourselves out of. I mean I know we were just doing a tongue in cheek effect there on you know this whole idea that they were going to kick it off on being the the train problem, but in reality I mean we've had what uh, three or four major train things now we have the Houston chemical plant uh, storage plant going up in flames we've got the derailment down there um, then we got the UFOs and then all the UFOs stopped yesterday did you hear do you notice that. Yeah, like all over the weekend, and then all of a sudden, well, everybody got back to work on Monday. Like, oh, hey, no more UFOs. Shh, shh, shh. Don't talk about that. What? What are we doing? Yeah, it, there? It's interesting how like they only show up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, it must be like the aliens take off from their home planet. Like, where are you going? I'm going to Earth for the weekend, man. I'm going to watch a live yeah. broadcast of uh, go and do a ranger man on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Dude, man, they're, they're having shooting a kegger. people in the audience, man. No way. I got to see this for myself. It, oh, it was Super Bowl weekend. They were all coming in. That's why we had all the aliens coming in. It was Super Bowl weekend. They're coming in. They want to you know, hang out, party with everybody, You know, do the lizard people thing. Oh, look, I'm a lizard person. I'm just in costume. And then they fly away again. I don't know. I mean, men in black could be far more real than what we want it to be. Well, there's, I think there's a lot of things out there that could be more real than we've ever imagined. Um, this is one of the things that we do on our Friday night show. You know this is we oh, talk yeah. about a lot of these things. And, yeah, some some of it is speculation. Right. And, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday posted mm-hmm. a, a, a Twitter and she said uh, – Everybody stop like spreading conspiracy theories about these objects in the skies. There are no aliens. There's no evidence they exist. Okay, so what does she know that she's telling us it's not terrestrial, uh, you know, extraterrestrial, but it's actually us? Well, is that what we're saying? I I don't care what she was really saying. I I don't (laughs) trust that woman. Um, she's right. probably one of the Republicans that I, I like every once in a while, but I completely disagree and dislike her on, in the sense of mm-hmm. her motives because I think she's about power. But right. um, she said that there are no aliens. That's a pretty blanket statement, right? And that there right. is no evidence that they exist. And I'm like sitting there going, lady, I, I can show you document after document from the federal government that's been unclassified. I can show you video after video, witness accounts over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Right. And someone someone basically came out and commented on my tweet and they said, if they exist, then prove it. And I just wanted to like go back and say, <laughs> and, and nothing nothing against religious people, right? I'm, I'm religious. Right. Okay. Yeah. But okay, man. Go out there and show me that Jesus lived, right? And, and, right? and I believe that Jesus lived. 
but you yeah. have what ten witnesses, and you have a whole bunch of, of documentation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you There's... got you got about you get a lot of evidence of the same thing for aliens. So right. you know, well, it, Reagan, Truman, Eisenhower have all got report personal reports of you know sightings themselves. I mean, these are documented out there. There's interviews. I mean, there's all this stuff that goes along with this. It's like, you know, that, that, I mean, I get that we've, we've had the, uh, gravity fluctuation ability for a long time, but at the same time, when we have ex presidents who are talking about their stories or their encounters, I mean, where do you want to discredit them as well? Or is that well, all sigh up? I agree. Good. And you know, uh, Laura, Laura Eisenhower is uh, is a friend of mine, probably a friend of yours as right? well. And uh, she is the great granddaughter of Dwight D. Eisenhower, and she's confirmed mm-hmm. this that he he met with extraterrestrials while he was president. Yep. So, anyways, guys, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. Now, Jim, this was interesting. I was, I was just talking to you about this. Mm-hmm. That uh, the U.S. government has came out and made some statements about yeah. the balloons. Now, well, are, they, are these factual or truthful? Well, or I, I, I think this is a cover, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not saying they're aliens yeah. or anything like that, but... It says the U.S. intelligence community's leading explanation for the three most recent unidentified objects shot down over North America is that they were being used for commercial or benign purposes, the White House says. Uh, Hmm. Let me ask you this. Anything that's flying above ceiling, so 20,000 feet above. Right. Does that have – and it's commercial. It's commercial. Does that have to be registered with anybody? Um, let's see, the FAA? Absolutely. It has to be. Okay. Yeah. It has to have a tail number. It has to have flight plans. There's all kinds of stuff that go along with that. That's exactly. And so the fact that they're saying that these were commercial or for benign purposes, hmm, it, it just throws credibility out of there. Because any corporation, especially aviation corporation, that is developing mm-hmm. anything that's going to fly at 20,000 feet or above is not going to break federal law. It's not going to and violate they probably were getting FAA. federal funding to do the whole project anyway. Probably. So, <laughs> come on. Hey, but, well, again, uh, I'm going to ask this question again. Why were we in Canada uh, shooting down uh, flying objects for them? I thought they had their own Air Force. Well, why, they do. I, I don't know. There, there must have been a proximity issue there with uh, how the the aircraft in the United States were closer in proximity mm-hmm. to it, even though it was in Canada. Um, but, you know, the, they also came out and said that that the last three objects, there's no evidence to suggest that uh, they were Chinese. Well, that's nice. <laughs> 
But I'm a bet you parts were made in China, so we'll just go with that. Well, but um, also so who the, China who's claiming this? Is this well. Did they? Yeah, China so scrambled. The, yeah, scrambled fighters and shot down one as well. So is this the Ruskies? The Ruskies are coming in to spy on us. Is that what we're doing? I don't know if that's a good German or Russian accent. <laughs> I, I don't think it's the Russians. I don't think it's the Chinese. Well, I do think it's the Chinese, but I think what it is is that. If you look at the balloon system and how it was distributed, this is a sensor right. extension system. We were talking about this yesterday that can basically latch in. And if you think about unmanned autonomous drones, right, autonomous drones, right. and how do you expand their sensor array as well as their range? Well, you have a network of balloons that basically send the signal out to them as they're flying around. And so they can they can span hundreds or thousands of miles now because of this expanded network of balloons that uh, basically right. gives them their configuration for automation and for uh, for sensory sensors, radar and so forth. So if the local police departments have the stingray system where they can go in and listen to cell phone calls in a in a, a circular area from their vehicle and, and tune into different phones and different things like that and collect data off these stingray systems that are out there. Um, what is it that they're, what are they doing with these systems that are aloft and what are they data mining on that? I mean, is it, is this geolocating? Is it data mining? Is it manipulation? Is it, is this why we're having the, the uh, internet outages and things of that nature or the, the wobbling of the different servers and things like that? Is that, because if they can do it at the local level in a handheld device in a cop car where they can listen to your cell phone without a warrant, uh, just listen to your conversations, what devices do they have at this level? Um, things that you probably couldn't even think of. Right. Um, oh, yeah. They have a lot of, like, broad-spectrum analysis. So think about it in the sense that they're mapping – when they're stealing your data – Honestly, they, mm-hmm. they don't need to stand remotely and steal your data. Um, mm-hmm. The only time that they're going to be trying to intercept communications is encrypted cons- uh, communications that are typically, uh, you know, line of sight communications or they're, right. um, you know, being bounced off satellites, which are highly encrypted. And so right. that's what high altitude balloons typically would be doing is trying to capture these types of relays of information. Um yeah, but really what, what's happening right now is if they want to collect your data, they just buy it from Facebook. They buy it from Google. <laughs> they buy it from Twitter because what? those companies those companies were built on the backbone, backbone to actually do right. exactly that. They collect every iota of data they can collect. And they're like, well, it's only collecting my digital data. And, and when I go to an in-private browser, they can't track me. Oh, yeah, they do. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Not only that yep. is – when you're walking around, they, they detect where your phone is located on your body, back pocket, front pocket, side pocket. Mm-hmm. If it's in your hand, if it's close to your head, they can detect. Go to your health your, app on your phone, and it will show you exactly how many steps you took yesterday. Yeah. It, goes, it, t- it shows you exactly where you've been, the geolocations mm-hmm. you've been, how long you were there. All, it shows you every person that has a cell phone around you that you've walked by and your cell phone is pinged. That's one of the most important things. Remember contact tracing through COVID-19? Right, yeah. And everybody was screaming bloody murder like, oh, my God, they're updating the software to, like, track who I would come in contact with. They're not updating the software. 
They're just making yeah. it easier to use and notifying you that they're now looking at it. That software was it already Batman the movie phone. that one where they had the he did the echolocation when he was using the cell phones where he could go and see one person. He could see this the the architecture of the building go into the room and see where the person was standing. Mm-hmm. Remember doing that one part of the the Batman? They used the echolocation inside of the phone to create a sonar effect to give you a digital imprint of the entire world. Well, you can actually do that now. Is if if you think about how contact tracing works, is each cell phone is pinging another cell phone right next to it, um, you know, right. thousands upon thousands of times a second. And so, if you had one cell phone that you wanted to triangulate. All you would have mm-hmm. to do is coordinate with all the other cell phones that are being pinged by it, and it would show you mm-hmm. a map of where that cell phone is and where it is heading. And they have the algorithms, the software, to actually do that, which makes right. it you wonder how they don't catch murderers a lot faster. Well, they were they were going on lunch break. They'll get it after lunch, Josh. It's fine. They'll go. It's we'll do it later. <laughs> Well, you remember busy. how they, uh, I gotta go they said that? I got a speeding ticket to write. Remember in 2000 Mules, they said, oh, that's conspiracy theory. You can't use geo-gating and, and, and geo-fencing to, to track voters. And then they just captured this one murderer in uh, what is it, Idaho or whatever it is. Right. Want to kill those, two, those college students. They just captured him through the exact same technology. Like, oh, this is a breakthrough. This technology is awesome. We've been using it forever. (laughs) January 6th, that's what they did with all those people there. They were using geolocation of the people that were in or around the building, according to your cell phone. Mm -hmm. And so they're creating a bolo effect where they're pulling in people's cell phones that were there. Not that they ever went into the building, but they were too close to the building even. And that's a thing. That's a real thing. And they did it in January 6th. Those people are still sitting in jail in solitary confinement. A lot of that has to do with your cell phone location. It was not they were able to identify the people or track them down or arrest them at that moment. They tracked them down months later. That's a real thing. Yep. And we're seeing it in real time. Oh, my goodness. Chat GPT. You want to talk about that at all? About the Ooh, AI like that's already a liberal? I like Chat GPT. It's already a liberal. They're, they're neoliberal. Uh, yeah, it's already uh, – they went in and this was the one that was supposed to was supposed to be just autonomous, not having an opinion one way or the other, but then has written a beautiful poem about the potato in chief and then said that I can't write one about Trump because that's political. Uh, then they found out that there was some other political leaning uh, biases within this artificial intelligence, which is the same artificial intelligence that Elon Musk has heavily invested into as well as Google. So people out there that are seeing their stocks drop and Google and all those things, this chat GDP uh, – wow. English is my first language. Um, this chat GPT uh, is the problem, and we're seeing that those biases do exist. So when we think of AI, and what was that one? I am legend. Or not I am legend. No, what was the other one? I. What's the one I with Will Smith? When, I am robot. Yeah, I robot. Uh, this kind of starts going back to that, or even the one with the child, where the people had their child replaced by a robot. There's some AI stuff here, guys, that we're creeping into really fast. And I, this right here, it was. This is the big speed. This is the big problem for me, is that if we already have the see the bias already built into what was supposed to be a neutral uh, mindset, and obviously it was built differently because it was mimicking its creator. Kind of sounds like a story we all know. Uh, the mimicking the creator, the creator was biased towards a certain political uh, point of view, and they've built this into this. Hmm. Uh, but did you hear about them doing the Dan thing? Was it Dan? Yeah, Is that right? That? Yeah. Or Don? 
Um, yeah, I think it's. I think there's. I think there's a counter to this stuff. But here, the problem is, is then we start rushing towards the whole Terminator movie where we're having the robots take over the humans and or Matrix where we're all pods. So I don't. I can't undo that. Can't unsee it. Oh, it's getting bad. I don't. I don't anyway. That's so, so my, listen that's to my this. spiel for AI. Yeah, I, I just I just saw this and and I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Romania just just a few minutes ago has scrambled fighter jets after detecting suspicious weather balloon in its airspace. <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's more. But wait, oh, there's no. more. An Great. earthquake of 5.7 magnitude struck Romania on Tuesday, according to the European Mediterranean Seismological Center. The what? quake was at a depth of 40 kilometers, and the epicenter was 56 kilometers northeast of Drobeta. Hmm. Is that not Wink-a-dink, odd to anybody? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's all coincidence, Josh. You don't, you can't see the connecting the dots. Come on. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Light Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back. Hey, we're back. The Dark Delight Show. They let us come back on after all that. All right. Jim, you know, 
I, I post a lot of harp stuff sometimes on Twitter. Right. And I get it's, a lot it, of I like music. I like harp music. It's cool. It's called bling, 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 bling. bling. Yeah. Like, but I get a lot of people. Like, people are like, dude, it doesn't exist. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, dude, that harp program was so old and it was used for atmospheric research. Like, you can go to their website and read about it. And I'm like, right. oh, really? Um, have you ever heard of a guy by the name of Nikola Tesla? Dude, that was like so early 1900s. Like, it doesn't exist. Over 100 years ago. We haven't furthered any technology in the last 100 years. Come on. What's that? Did you know Nikola Tesla developed Mm -hmm. what he called an earthquake machine? And Mm. while staying at the Hotel New Yorker in New York City, he connected his earthquake machine up to one of the beams. And the whole building started to shake and quake. Now, do you know the wow. size of his earthquake machine? Yeah, like a suitcase or something, wasn't it? No, it was, it was basically it was, uh, about the size of a, uh, <clears throat> oh, let me see, a small little box. Right. Like an Amazon pack. Like a jewelry box. Yeah. Right. And you want to know what it was doing? It was resonating the frequency that the earth already has, isn't it? Oscillate. No, no, no. So basically what it was doing is it starts oscillating. So it basically just starts sending small little waves through an, a beam. And what will happen right. is it reciprocates the beam um, oscillation. So imagine like kind of like sending a wave through an iron beam. And that mm-hmm. iron beam like rings back kind of like resonance, right? So I hit a low E right. string on a guitar, a high E string starts... Right. And so what it did is it reciprocates that and amplifies it. Right. And so here's the thing is if one beam is ringing, they all will ring. Right. Resonance. They resonate with each other. They start to match each other's frequencies. This was his earthquake machine and he could bring down buildings just by doing Mm. that. And if you look at it, where have we seen, uh, have we seen that in the movies before? Have we had something similar to that? Um, I, I think there's probably it. some sci-fi movies that have something like that in there, right. but and they're, they're really easy to build. And I think that's one of the reasons why Nikola Tesla's technology was suppressed so much is because a lot of the things that he was doing are really easy to build. Right. What's those little uh, the well? You got the Schumann resonance, which uh, tracks the resonance of the Earth, but then. Uh, what are those little coils? They're not the Tesla coils, but there's another one that's supposed to create healing. I think we talked about this once, didn't we? There was the oh, – I can't think of the device now. And it's, it has to do with basically using Tesla's technology to you know, oh, get, create maximum you're talking about uh, Royal Rife, the Rife machine. Yeah. 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 There you go. You know anything about mm-hmm. it? Oh, yeah. No, I got it's, – it's all good stuff. I mean this is the stuff we don't – I don't know why we don't talk about how we can heal ourselves – just with what God's already given us all around us. Yeah. Well, and te- Tesla was all over this. He was. And the idea stems from that, you know, at the quantum level, we are basically just frequencies. We are oscillations of patterns. And right. that if someone's ill or sick, there's a dissonant pattern within their body. So if you have a virus right. or a bacterial infection, that's a dissonant pattern. And that you could target those dissonant patterns with either the resonant frequency of your body or with like a crystal glass where you sing and it goes, oh, clink, and it yep. breaks, right? That you I could you find that a often. germ or a virus <laughs> and find its resonant frequency and you could shatter right. them. 
and it wouldn't affect any of the other cells. So there's a lot of novel ways to do this. But uh, another guy by the name of Wilhelm Reich, Dr. Wilhelm Reich, who was the assistant to uh, mm-hmm. Sigmund Freud in, in Germany. He, he eventually moved to uh, New York City in West, uh, upstate New York. And uh, he discovered what he called orgone energy. Now, he was actually one of the first authors in the United States of America to have his book legally, Ill, uh, legally by a court order taken off the market, suppressed. Wow. It, yeah, no joke. And um, his books have then since been republished. He died in prison. He was absolute genius. Um, he would utilize his orgone technology to heal people, to produce weather patterns, manipulate weather patterns, to produce rain. Yeah. Um, and really what he, he discovered, what it was, was that all life, at least on this planet, um, mm-hmm. has something known as biophotons, or we call bioplasmas or biophotons. Now, there's been multiple points of discovery upon this, right. in that there's emissions of light that come from certain substances, and some substances hold it more. Um, to give you an example of this, in, in um, Star Wars, right? In the right. book Star Wars, or the movie Star Wars, they talked about vidiglorians, which were in the blood of the beans, which made them more connected to the source. Well, you know where he got that idea? Wilhelm Reich. that? Orgone energy. Really? Yep. Oh, nice. And you can increase your orgone energy in your body, and you can resonate it, and you can... And then you go back to the Eastern medicines, uh, Qigong. You got Qi, Mm -hmm. you have prana, you have life force, whatever you want to call it. Right. And so there's this energy that exists inside of us, which is like this carrier of life and spirit, and that you can have different concentrations of it. And the different concentrations basically determine how much you're alive. And uh, it can absolutely heal you when it's in balance and homeostasis. But if it's out of balance or in a dissonant state, you're going to be sick and ill. And most people Mm -hmm. who are sick and ill and have, you know, chronic injuries and illnesses and these types of things, they have many dissonant patterns within their body that cannot recuperate because their natural frequency is being deviated so much away from center. Right. Well, that uh, the the one the one that the bed that I have with the four Tesla coils in it, I've passed kidney stones where I used to go to the VA, and uh, I used to have to get Demerol and all these painkillers they'd put me all on, which are VA isn't you know obviously not the place to go for medical care, but um, I mean it was very painful. I was it was horrid. It'd take three to four days sometimes to pass them. I have jack stones, and I laid on my uh, the med bed I have. It's got four Tesla coils and infrared in it, and I did two treatments, and I passed it like I was just no pain at all. And so the, the, the idea that these frequencies actually work and we have the technology out there right in front of our hands uh, is real. But yet we're still going to doctors and saying better life through chemistry. But then we're all saying, well, I don't want to get the vaccine, but I need my heart medication. But then we have all these answers right here. And we're talking about this kind of loosely with Tesla, with the Rife, with the other things that are out there. But they're absolutely real. I've been affected by it. And I've seen a, a huge jump in my, uh, my, my life, you know, health. Uh, over the last year of, of having that. It's been amazing. Well, it, you have the med bed, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, the, I, don't, I don't know if we, could, we can put the name out there, but, yeah, it's, no, it's a good yeah, one. I enjoy it. Yeah, so, well, and the problem is is that they're incredibly expensive. Now, I use um, um, infrared light 
So there's a spectrum mm-hmm. of infrared light. I think it's like 455 nanometers to like 600 nanometers. And you can buy yeah. them off of Amazon for like 60, 70 bucks. But those things um, have healing frequencies. Then I, I use right. um, a TENS machine, right? Yeah. You hook up the two little paddles yep. and you just run some electric mm-hmm. current through that. And uh, one of the most interesting things about electricity in the body that was discovered is that when you overwhelm the body with electrical current, um, it it has a negative effect. And this is why people say cell phones and Wi-Fi is is really, really bad. But your Mm -hmm. cells actually operate on a very, very low voltage, probably about 60 decibels. Um, And it's incredibly low voltage. But if you took all the cells in your body... It's millions and millions of votes. Volts. Yeah. Votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> votes. All right, guys. Maybe we'll continue that conversation tomorrow. This this will be a good one. We'll, maybe we'll get a little fringy after Kirk Elliott comes on or Thursday or something. But uh, yeah, that's all we have it. for you, the Dr. Light Show today. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. See you guys. Bye.